Hello America, my name is Raymond Repass. It is August 8th, 2016. Welcome to the American Loyalist. This is the first ever Trump report, and you can expect the first ever Clinton report either tomorrow or Wednesday. Just hours ago, Donald Trump delivered a speech in Detroit discussing his economic policy should he win the election this November. Trump spent the better part of an hour talking about his plan, which will include such items as making child care a tax-deductible expense and streamlining the tax code. However, Trump was interrupted more than a dozen times by protesters as he spoke. Now, there are a couple things I want to point out regarding this speech. First, I have to give credit where credit is due. Making childcare a tax-deductible expense is something that should have been done a long time ago in this country. As a matter of fact, I think American workers should be able to sit up pre-tax spending accounts for childcare, much like flexible spending accounts for healthcare. Trump gave his daughter Ivanka credit for this inclusion in his economic plan, and we can surmise that he decided to include it to try and snag some female voters away from Hillary Clinton. If you remember the primaries, though, Trump stated regarding paid family leave, we have to keep our country competitive, so you have to be careful of it. Also, news coming out today has revealed that Ivanka's fashion label does not offer new mothers paid maternity leave at all. Therefore, I don't see this as something being done for the American people, but as something being done to help Trump get into office. Trump then goes on to state he intends to do away with certain regulations he claims makes America less competitive. What regulations are these? EPA and OSHA regulations. Regulations that keep American workers safe and healthy, and regulations that protect the environment. Trump talks about factories overseas taking jobs, but what he does not tell you is that many of these factories are unsafe for the workers and often spill harmful chemicals and gases into the water and air. We do not need a return to pre-regulation workplaces in which women, children, and men died every day while working, or as a result of working. Going on, Trump states that corporations will not pay any more than 15% of their profits in taxes. He claims that America has the highest corporate tax rate, which is completely false. On a- <clears throat> our average of 35% is right around the global average, and countries such as the United Arab Emirates have much higher corporate tax rates. In fact, our 35% average is actually down from a 39.5% average just two years ago. But, as the owner of a multi-billion dollar corporation, it isn't easy to understand why he wants one of the lowest corporate tax rates found anywhere in the world. Trump's plan, according to many economists, would actually cause trillions of dollars to be added to the national deficit. He's not giving America a break. He's giving himself a break. During the speech, Trump was interrupted 14 times by protesters. Each time one of these protesters spoke out, they were removed by men in suits wearing earpieces. 
This, I think, is the truest glimpse into a Trump-led country. What kind of presidential candidate does not let individuals practice their First Amendment right to freedom of speech? What happens when Trump is elected and someone speaks out against him? Does that person get a black bag pulled over their head and dragged to a CIA black site? That might seem far-fetched, but when he could have taken the opportunity to embrace these protesters and try to make them see why he has the better plan, it really isn't hard to imagine. And why didn't he try to make them see why he has the better plan? Because even he knows he does not. Trump read this speech from a teleprompter and was much more calm and reserved in his words and actions than he was last week. That comes following news last week that the GOP was looking at the process to replace Trump as the nominee should he quote-unquote decide to resign from the race. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but I have to assume the Republican Party told Trump to either fall in line and start acting like a president, or they would fire him, something I'm not sure he would know how to react to. But I said it on Saturday in my own endorsement of Hillary Clinton that these are carefully scripted speeches Trump is now giving. For those of you voting for Trump because he was anti-establishment, guess what? He is very much part of the establishment, or should I say he's now acting as a puppet for the establishment. For instance, the speech he gave today, the 15% uh, uh, tax on corporations, That's Paul Ryan's plan. It's not his plan, it's Paul Ryan's. Do you honestly think that he's toned his speeches down because he wanted to? Of course not. And to Sanders supporters who are thinking of voting for him, remember this, I was a Sanders supporter, remember this. Donald Trump is part of the 1% that Bernie Sanders spoke so passionately against. Trump's speech comes after a terrible week for the Trump campaign, after the bump from the Democratic Convention and Trump's own blunders from insulting the Gold Star family of a soldier killed in Afghanistan, which he falsely blamed on the Obama on Obama and Clinton, uh, even though their son died during the Bush's administration, to defending a his pro-Putin uh, position, to kicking a baby out of a rally. Clinton led in some polls by as much as 15%. His changed mannerisms are no doubt an attempt to hit the reset button and play catch-up to Hillary Clinton. Just as the speech ended, a letter signed by 50 national security officials from the Republican Party was released condemning Trump and condemning him to be the most, quote-unquote, the most reckless president in American history. This is just another example of, a t- of intelligence officials, CIA directors, secretaries of Homeland uh, Security, and others that have spoken out against Trump. In fact, former CIA operative Evan McMullen has announced his own bid for the presidency as a Republican running against Trump as an independent. These are all people who have dedicated and risked 
their lives to keep America safe with working knowledge of top-secret information that Trump has never been privy to prior to his nomination as a presidential candidate. Yet, the Trump campaign has responded to this letter stating that these people, along with Hillary, are the ones responsible for, responsible for making the world a quote-unquote mess. He blames these people for the invasion of Iraq, the Benghazi attack, and the rise of ISIS. However, these are officials that worked largely during the Bush administration, and Bush was never good at listening to his intelligence officials anyway. I would think that if anyone knew about whether a president was going to be a national security risk or not, it would be these guys. The most recent polls put Hillary in an average 15-point lead over Trump that includes polls from conservative Fox News, which puts Clinton at a 10-point advantage. The American loyalist is proud to serve the American people instead of corporate, investor, or special interests. You will never hear any sponsored ads on the American loyalist, but if you would like to support media unpolluted by big money, you can do so at patreon.com slash American Loyalist. You can follow me on Twitter at a loyalist pod. Thanks for listening.